Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, everyone. We've got some questions. We'll begin with that. There were some questions about specific foods. This is a public forum. We answer general questions only for individual guidance. Please sign up by calling 646-498-6696. If your question does not get answered, please feel free to leave a message again. A few people left messages that they got the cookbook and they're asking to get the previous weekly recipes that are not in the book. There are lots of new recipes already. As soon as it's compiled for sale, I'll announce that. It's not available yet. Question, which vegetables are good to eat when using blood thinners? With blood thinners, vitamin K is an issue. Lots of vegetables provide vitamin K. Some vegetables that are safe to eat with blood thinners are squash, cucumbers, onions, and mushrooms. Question, is exercise effective to burn calories? When I binge eat, I feel like it's impossible to burn it all off. All right, so my answer is that there is so much more to exercise than just burning calories. The calories are you know, just by the way, the real reason to exercise is firstly, it's great for digestion. Exercise gets your metabolism up and running. And if you're listening to this podcast long enough, you know by now that weight loss is all about good digestion. Another great reason to exercise is because it produces endorphins, which are feel good neurotransmitters. This puts you into a good mood, which leads to better food choices and prevents emotional eating. Exercise manages stress, which is a very crucial point of weight loss. When you're stressed, you're more likely to be out of control, not only with your food, by the way. Persistent stress, which is hardly avoidable, increases hunger hormones, the kind of hunger that's only satiated with comfort foods. Managing stress is so important, and there's no better way to do it than with exercise. Question, I'm afraid to go off sugar because then I'll gain weight every time I do eat, even just a little bit of sugar. So my answer here is small weight fluctuations are part of life. There's no avoiding it. It's perfectly okay if a few times a year you allow yourself a sweet dessert and it shows up on the scale. It comes right back down though. Weight that's gained quickly is lost quickly. Every weight loss plan has its idea that drives the weight loss. And as soon as you don't stick to it perfectly, you will most likely gain weight. As long as you stick to it most of the time, these little fluctuations don't matter in the long run. For this reason, you do want to choose a plan which that has ideas that resonate with you. For example, if you do a calorie-restricted diet, then as soon as you go over the calorie allowance, you will gain weight. Do you want to count calories for the rest of your life, or would you rather focus on eating natural foods? Whatever you choose to do, remember that it needs to become a lifestyle in order for it to be effective. Sometimes people say they want to do a low calorie in the beginning, either because they're desperate to lose fast or they're not ready to give up on sugar, and then they'll switch to focusing on natural foods. I can tell you from experience, this approach never works. This is exactly how you fall into the yo-yo dieting trap. Put all your effort into one specific weight loss idea that you will stick to. Everything works as long as you're committed. So choose something that you feel can work for you to stay committed. Hashem made food very pleasurable. Why? Why is it not like an IV without all that struggle? And there's a reason for it. Hashem wants us to have pleasure from his world. If it's something we need to do anyway, like eating, then Hashem specifically added the pleasure factor. And that's okay up until the processed food. Foods high in sugar and unhealthy fats activate a totally different pathway in the brain, the one that's activated with drugs. The neurotransmitter called dopamine 
And by the way, neurotransmitters are released by our nervous system. It has nothing to do with energy or hunger or fullness cues. Highly processed food engages our nervous system. At rest, dopamine is fired at a low frequency. The frequency increases during rewarding or aversive experiences. The brain learns to recognize the source of the pleasure and then craves it. Hyperaddictive drugs hijack the same pathway in the brain as do highly processed food. We get an unnatural feeling of high and intense feelings of euphoria. So you see, highly processed food is in fact a drug whose intake should be severely limited. If you think processed food makes you feel great, now you know the real reason for that. When you make a specific number your goal, then you're much more likely to blow it as soon as you reach that number. It's like you're holding your breath just until you reach the goal. Having a specific number or dress to fit into makes everything you're doing temporary just until you get there and then what? These type of goals are dangerous. They don't lead to lifestyle changes. The real goal is to change your habits in a real lasting way. That's the goal. When you have this approach, that it's all about habit and every choice matters, then you change for real. All the marketing of diets promising 30 pounds in 30 days and all kind of rapid weight loss leads to false hope syndrome. False hope syndrome is that feeling that too many of us had at the beginning of the summer, like I'm going to lose 20 pounds this summer without asking ourselves if that is at all realistic. Celebrate and appreciate every pound lost, no matter how much. When we hear about 30 pounds in 30 days, it doesn't let us fully value losing five pounds in 30 days, which doesn't happen without effort. If you manage to do that, that's great. You're much more likely to continue losing weight even when the summer is over and life gets hectic. Whereas when you crash the weight loss, it all goes out the window as soon as there's a change in routine. And we can all relate to this. We, we know very well that slow and steady wins the race. For many of us, it's a switch. Either I'm in the mode, eating all perfect, or I'm totally out of it and out of control. Habit change is not a flick of a switch. This all-or-nothing approach, which we were fed by unrealistic marketing, leads to a lifetime of yo-yo dieting and struggle. No one should tell you how much you should or could weigh. Don't even tell it to yourself. Everyone is so individual. With their unique journey, you don't plug people into a chart. If you're shorter or rounder, the best thing for you to do is to accept it rather than try to fight it. Accepting your size is not a license to eating junk food. Everyone could and should make better food choices each and every day. Making better choices is a realistic goal, and it's long-lasting. On the other hand, having a specific number or image in mind leads to yo-yo dieting, to binge eating, and unfortunately, to eating disorders. There are some diets that are considered top-rated for effectiveness and sustainability. The first top on the list is Mediterranean diet, which we've spoken about. My program is very much in line with the Mediterranean ideas, which is all about eating natural foods. When you stick to natural food, even if you're eating fat, such as nuts and avocado, you still lose weight very well as long as you keep away from processed commercial foods and ingredients. The next on the list of top-rated diets is the DASH diet. What is the DASH diet? DASH diet, number one, emphasizes plant-based foods. Number two, restricts fatty meats. And number three focuses on low-sodium foods. The word DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. It is designed to treat high blood pressure, which is common and direct a direct result of ultra-processed food. The diet is about decreasing sodium intake and increasing nutrients that fight high blood pressure. 
Now, if you listen closely, you'll realize that the two top-rated diets, Mediterranean and DASH, do not mention anything about portion control. It's all about the food choices. When you get stuck over portion control and you think you have to stop eating when you're still hungry, this can be hard to stick to, especially in busy seasons and hectic days when you really feel like you simply need the energy from the food. Make yourself one long-lasting goal of sticking to natural food, and you'll never need to start a new program again. This is doable and effective, as proven by the Mediterranean and DASH diets, which are rated the best and most effective. When you find yourself with a ravenous appetite, for whatever reason, either you went shopping for hours or you're simply craving and it feels out of control, the smart thing to do is not to focus on portion size, but rather just stick to the right food choices and eat until you feel full. This way you wean from unhealthy cravings and in the long run, you will lose more weight this way. Every weight loss plan, as we said, has a focus, an idea that makes it work. Here the idea is to stick to natural foods through thick and thin. I'll end with a great tip to keep you going, and that is to keep track of your victories. Write down every time you overcome a challenge. Write it down. We're very good at bashing ourselves when we batch up, but that's not conducive to growth. What's more effective to change is proving to yourself that you can do this. Don't underestimate the power of putting pen to paper and actually writing down your victories. Notice your good choices. You'll feel great, look great, and be successful long-term. Keep going on this wonderful path of self-care and good luck. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7 and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.